everybody. Welcome to Bamcast Extra. It is episode 213. Numbers? <laughs> it was half a question, yes. half a statement. It was somewhere in between. Numbers? Yes, you are correct. Numbers. <laughs> they are numbers. Yeah. Uh, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. Fan of numbers. We're back. Yeah. Yes, big fan of numbers, Harlow. Uh-huh. And me, the master of numbers who says them. Right. <laughs> That's our podcast. Uh, mm-hmm. I say a number, Harlow likes it, and I then sure we leave. Do. So yeah. uh, hit us up on that Patreon and ring that bell. And uh, right. No. Uh, this week, we watched uh, 1997's Mercenary. Mm-hmm. We, we sure for, did. For reasons. Uh, <laughs> what, the main reason is... What are uh, the reasons? I keep, <laughs> well, I... I keep I keep doing this thing where I isolate myself to like this basket of movies. Okay. And this was one in there where I was like, you know what? I'm gonna hold off on that one because mm. that one seems bamcasty. Okay. There you go. That's the is it a, is it a literal basket of movies? Like you have a a stack of discs, or are you no. just say like it's no. a virtual basket of which I'm like it is. Is this like was this part of your Showtime thing adventure that yes. you came across yes. this? Okay, HBO slash Showtime yeah. slash whatever. Pay cable. Yeah. Yes. Okay. It is it is like a subscription box from the past. Okay. Okay. But I have to piece it together using streaming services and mm-hmm. whatever else I can find. But anyway, this is sure. this is on Amazon Prime. Right. Right. Uh, in a pretty good looking HD copy. So I'm I'm rather impressed that this movie that's really nowhere, it's not on disc or anything, uh, has a fairly nice looking HD copy on Amazon Prime. So good on you. Yay. Um <laughs> So, I mean, that's where the, they had HD copies of the um, Order of the Black Eagle and Masking the Idol were on Prime, I think, from a Netflix. little bit. Were they on Netflix? I thought they were on, like yeah. buried in the Prime library for a while. No, no, no. They okay. were. Oh, they they may have bounced over to Prime okay. later, but we found them on Netflix. Okay. Th- yeah. That's been Netflix had movies and you could scroll through and be like, wow, I want to see that. Sure. I want to see that. And They're still there. Yeah. They just hide them. <laughs> sure. Real well. Because <laughs> why not? Yeah. Um, so before we get into the specifics of this movie, uh, I want to point out the first or second credit that shows up on screen. Oh, the uh, the picture show by. <laughs> yeah, it says a Patrick Highsmith p- picture show. Uh-huh. And I thought at first I was like, well, that's you're being a pretentious dick, Mr. Director. And then he's not the director of this film. He's just the writer. So okay. this is the weirdest credit I've ever seen. <laughs> OK, so this was this was not. Okay, so like the writer got the credit of the uh, a picture by, I mean, yes. I mean, you know, film by whatever. It's yeah, yeah, I and mean, he used it for this dumbass. Show. It's a picture show that I wrote. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I'm sitting here alone in my house, and I'm going, "It's a picture show." <laughs> Come on, now, I did the same. Thing. Yeah, I'm like, yes, just I did the like, same thing. Like Calliope music was in my head, and uh-huh. <laughs> it's just like, "Come on, now, it's well. motion picture show." <laughs> I was like, well, I'm in the mood for a picture show. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, Mercenary is an action film. It's it's a Banffcast-ass Banffcast movie. Uh, um, sure. Starring, uh, so <laughs> I reviewed a couple of this man's movies, and I'm still unsure how to pronounce his name. I think his first name is Olivier because he is French. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Gruner, I think is how you say his last name. Or Grunet. Or Grunet. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I just think it's fun. It's all in all these instances. Yeah, Oliver <laughs> but Grunner. I think it's fun in all these instances to say Olivier can't act. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, so all right. I mean, I'm, I think you're about to get somewhere. This is my first Olivier Grunier. 
<laughs> a motion picture. Um, it's like Christophe Lambert. He's much fancier. Uh-huh. Um, it is, yeah. But uh, why the fuck is this guy a thing? Or why is he anything? Like, why did this guy ever get more than one movie? Because here, here's... Like, this is my first introduction to Olivier Grunier. Uh, but... <laughs> You you would think okay so, I I gotta say he's kind of a weird looking dude so like I, I mean he's he's built ish like he's I don't know there's there's something off about him like it's like he's got a real tiny head with large hair and well then, his haircut is stupid right and he has a very stupid haircut well it in just this, looks so. like his head is super tiny like his face I, I don't know there's something kind of off putting about him physically I guess I, you know I can't fully speak to it maybe he's sexy to ladies I don't know. But you're like, okay, you in my book, you're 0 for 1 for like action star looks because you look weird. And he acts horribly. So it's not that. And because you would think, all right, well, and he's got like a Mike Tyson voice. So it's like, and then this movie in particular does quick cutting to that, to the point that it's like, oh, well, none of that is him. Like, absolutely none of this is him. So... Why the mm-hmm. fuck is this guy here? Like, <laughs> you're bringing nothing to the table. Like, well, you know, like, you don't have looks, you don't have acting, you have a stupid voice. You know, like, I give, you know, I, I give passes to people like like Ray Park. Ray Park has a stupid little British voice. You know, he just does. But that dude would kick my ass from here to six ways to Sunday for reals. You know, and mm-hmm. that's why you hire him. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like Mike Tyson. I wouldn't tell him he has a terrible voice. It's just, you know, because, like... <laughs> Everything else about him works in in the capacity of which he's built for, you know. So I'm just saying, like, yes, you know, you got like zero out of four in my book in this with this guy, at least in this case of this movie. <laughs> so yeah, okay. All right. Here's here's what little I know about this dude mm-hmm. is that okay. So he was in like the French Navy. He was a French Navy sure. commando or something like that. Right. And he knows martial arts. And this was his his peak time is like. 94 to 99 mm-hmm. and that was when the video market was just like we got to have anything possible right so it was like you can't get van damme get this guy sure. he will do the roles that van damme won't do i i guess i get it i just i i feel like there were people that were underutilized that were better is all i'm saying like Sure. You know, like, yes. I, you know, for what I guess by this point in time, Billy Blanks had moved on to making a shitload of money with Tybo. So it's like you weren't even getting him for movies unless you're giving him some bank, probably, you know, so it's like, yeah. I, I think Billy Blanks was still making movies around this right. time. But I mean, he was probably like, getting but he was paid. busy. I'm saying he was probably at that point, like, hey, you're the Tybo guy. We're going to give you more money now instead of just like, you're, right. you're a decent action guy, you know, like, right. you know, just low key B tier action dude, you know. I mean, well, unfortunately, yeah, like Cynthia it, Rothrock's it, in that same boat where it's like, sure, you know what you're getting. It's going to be solid every time. Everything else about them works. It's like, you know, they either have a look, they, they can act, they, you know, or they do kick ass. And like I said, in, in my money, you got nothing with this dude. <laughs> like, you know, so I, I just want well, to I'm not I, missing something here. Com- coming in sure. on this one is probably not your best introduction okay. because, like you said, there's a lot of quick cutting and it doesn't really look like he's doing anything. Right. He is. It's just the movie isn't doing him any favors. Sure. Um, but yeah, he's just he's he's just he's got that direct-to-video action guy look. The only problem is is that he, at this point anyway, is not a very good speaker. Mm-hmm. So whenever he tries to act, it's bad, and that's why for the most of the most of the movie, he's not really talking much. He's just sure. doing shit. 
But and so you needed to save money on who you got for your lead, because for some reason they backed a fucking truck up to John Ritter's house Mm -hmm. and they were like, hey, would you like to be in this action movie? And I I don't know what the hell was going on with John Ritter around this time, but he was like, "Okay, (laughs) I'll be in your your C grade direct video action movie. Um, It's it's a it's it's really strange. Uh, And that was one of the things I was drawn to about this. I was like, what John Ritter? What the fuck? Because in my mind, I was thinking, "Okay, this is going to be like Arnold and Jim Belushi. This is good. John Ritter is going to be joking around doing John Ritter things. And he's he's not <laughs> he's not doing yeah, actually, that. Actually, I, I you know, I guess instinctually I was like, oh, you know, like we're, we were long past giving a shit about John Ritter. But like looking at his IMDb, very active in this time period. Yes. Still. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. And, you know, like had his own look like he had his own show, you know, up. In, he was on that show with Marky Post, I think, right. around this time. He's like uh, in Sling Blade the same year. You know, it's yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, OK. Yeah. And at some point, yeah, he became friends with Bill Bob, Billy Bob Thornton, and they just, or because he was in that show with him, he was in Hearts of Fire, okay. uh, and they just kind of paired up after that. So every time Billy Bob was in a movie, John Ritter would show up in it for some reason. But uh, sure. this is, I would, I would love to know the story behind this because it, it's just, it, this doesn't seem like him at all. I don't know if this was just a money issue or if it was I want to expand my range and do some stuff. But here, all right. I, I kind of spoiled you like you it, it possibly be apparent by the way I'm talking and I already spoiled the Chuck. I, I did not like this movie at all. And uh-huh. part of it, you know, is the milk toast action dude uh, with like bad, you know, this is pretty much like my peak. I fucking hate action movies time like 96, 97, 98 is like mm-hmm. my peak time of like there's very little I like because mm-hmm. like I'm watching this and I'm like for five times the money escape from LA looks the same as this. (laughs) Like I'm just like, and it's the same time period. It's like, there are shots in this. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is as bad as escape from LA. And like, I'm reminding myself that like, that's a movie made by a guy who's made a lot of other movies. Anything involving a helicopter in this movie looks fucking terrible. I will say that. (laughs) And like, well, not only that, it's like every, like even like the, 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 all the blue screen night stuff is like, there's there's just yeah. like people forgot how to make movies for like three years because it's like there's the part where they're like defying the laws of physics and parachuting in to this place that's like <laughs> perpendicular to where they are. But <laughs> and they also just like free jumped off this cliff. To, it's like that's going to work well. But it's like something about like that time period. It just they pulled in too close. Like all of those shots are like right on their face. So it's like. And and I feel like Escape from L.A. did the same fucking things. Like, it was weird. Yeah, but I, I kind of got the feeling, too, watching this transfer in that it was cropped. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah. I don't, th- I don't think it was the original aspect ratio. I think they cropped it. Sure, possibly. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Because it, it, there are a lot of shots that are uncomfortably close on, on people throughout this. Okay. Uh, that, uh, and so maybe... I'll give well, it that. Maybe that would have helped yeah. some of the action scenes, too, because it just feels like you're too close and it's cutting too fast. And yeah, um, yeah, who knows? I mean, I'm I'm not don't want to completely judge it on that, but I just I hate the time this time period of look and action and stuff. It's just sure. And I also feel like this was like this was where right before we switched from blue to green, when they realized like that was much better. I feel like we were still using blue maybe around this time, which is why it just looks so off. Because, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> I think, like, lighting had caught up to, like, being good, and then they weren't lighting the blue correctly, because that occurs yeah. a lot more naturally in everything. But, yes, so it's, 
Yeah, so maybe it's just something about, you know, we finally got all the lighting right, but we were still working with blue screen. I don't know. I just, like I said, there is a period of time where it's like the effect shots just look like ass. And I know we yep. were still in the infancy of CG and stuff, but like, it's just... Well, and this was shot overseas, right. so they didn't really have access to a lot of the stuff that, you know, yeah. Hollywood would, so, you know, and that kind of okay, thing. Okay, so even if, I, even if I were to discount that and just be like, all right, it's that time period. This is what movies look like. Deal with it. This is a shitty one, too. You know, the, the big budget ones were doing it, too. Um, right. But, like, everyone is such a colossal fucking asshole in this movie. Like, I didn't want anyone to win. I was like, the only way this movie ends well is if everyone dies. Hopefully yeah. slowly. Well, okay, so let's set up the plot, which okay. is, so, John Ritter is, like, this tech dude, mm-hmm. and he's hosting a party, which is for this literary dude. Basically, you think it's, like, Salman Rushdie, that kind of thing. It There's kind of some controversy about this dude or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um there is a, a terrorist attack at his house and uh, just it's just a massacre. Best part about it. So, OK, I'm on board for the first 20 minutes of this movie. For the first 20 minutes of this movie, I thought this was going to be like a secret five jocks movie or something. I was like, this thing's fucking rad mm-hmm. because what these dudes did was bury themselves in the fucking ground of this dude's house and then have respirators on. And then when it's time to go, they just pop up out of the ground. They're like, okay, let's go. And I'm like, that's fucking badass. Yeah. I mean, I, but I've seen a movie. So I immediately was like, oh, ghillie suits. Like, I mean, it was like as soon as they like panned over, I was like, oh, there's the snipers or whatever. Like, I was like right. you show me like, you know, sea oats. And I'm like, ah, clearly <laughs> that's a man yeah. in a suit. So then bad guy, Martin Cove shows up big blonde maned Martin Cove, Maybe doing a Russian accent. I'm not quite sure. It's never close to any real accent of any kind. It is but... in the same school as John Malkovich around us. <laughs> sure. Yes. So he shows up and he's King Terrace, dude. And he's just like, all right, murder everybody. And they murder everybody. And and John Ritter loves his wife. Oh, my God. He loves his wife. And his mm-hmm. wife takes, I don't know, 40 bullets. <laughs> yep. And uh, John Ritter gets to do some acting. He. Uh, All right, so here's the thing. Like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, there was a scene before where it was just like, hey, super important meeting, but she walks in, and it's like, drop all that shit. I got to make out with my wife. And, like, you know, partner dude, you know, guy who can talk to him without getting his head ripped off is like, man, get a room, you guys. Haha. <laughs> anyway, okay, we got to go. And, but then, like, I swear to God, like, the bullets start flying. And I, look, I know everyone panics, and you're not a soldier or whatever, but it's like, he, I felt like he was constantly running with her on the outside, like between like yeah. between the bullets and her. And it was like, if you love someone that much, I feel like instinct <laughs> takes over. Like, I mean, I, there is a certain animal instinct level of all of us where I feel like, you, you know, you're there's that. I truly love this thing. I'm going to protect it at all costs, regardless mm-hmm. of, you know, if you're used to firefights or whatever. And it's just like. There's one point, there's only one point where he like kind of throws her over a table first and then joins her or something. But then like, you know, when the shooting or the real shit finally gets to it, it's like, she's just like laying on top of him. Basically, he's kind of using her as a bullet shield. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah. yeah. She, she takes 40 bullets in the back and a couple of managed to hit him. And, And the thing is like, it's easier to just go ahead and spoil what the quote unquote twist is here because I feel like it's so inconsequential later. Like they feel like it's this big deal, but they weren't even after this dude. That was just a cover. Like this was the whole thing about this is like the, the slimy best friend dude is like host, literal hostile takeovering this guy. Yeah. And also he, like, and he, it, he had been stealing money for years mm-hmm. and John Ritter was, uh, doing a, a merger, which triggers a, an sec investigation. Right. And they would have found out that this dude was stealing money. Yes. So it makes more sense just to murder them all. 
True. Okay. So I just I, I'm he, saying that because I, there are things I want to point out here because like the head of security is also in on this. Um, who like yeah. takes a bullet in the shoulder like somewhere in the firefight, which was part of the cover of like I even took one in the shoulder, ha ha, just to make it look good. And yeah, um, that's uh Ed Louder. Is that the dude's name? Ed Louder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Louder. Yeah. Um, but like I don't know where the wormy Steve Mnuchin dude disappeared to, but he disappeared. <laughs> and like you know, so like you know, whatever things happen. But you hire these dudes, and they you know they bust in, they shoot everybody, and then they're like content to just. Uh, bullet penetration worked. He's dead too. Like, yeah. I mean, it's like you didn't want to walk over and maybe double tap, you know, to be sure. Just like it's yeah. like it's your it's one actual, plan. it's your one actual target in this cover up thing, you know, whatever. Yes. But anyway, because so he lives. Uh, he Martin, does, he, Martin Cove does go over to the author and fill him with bullets. Right. Yeah, just to make it be like, hey, yeah, yeah, die, guy, and then but but yeah, they yeah. they basically just were like, well, you know, he was underneath that pile of. Cuban, so he's clearly dead too. Um, clearly, but he did yes. take a shot in the stomach, so there's like a there's a bit of a rehab thing, and he's like sworn revenge, and basically tells the FBI dudes to fuck off that they're not going to do anything because reasons. And also, by the way, like the other thing about this is like, so this by maybe what's his face's motion picture, but Jesus Christ, was this guy eight when he wrote it? Because like, <laughs> like uh, Frenchy Mc, you know, SAS dude is like, like. Actually, no. What are the SAS is the British people? What are they? The I don't know. Foreign Legion. No, they have a Legionnaires. It starts with a G, I think. I, I can't fucking remember. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It'll come to me at a weird random time later in the show. Um, right. But like, so you got this guy, and his name is Hawk, and the other dude is Phoenix, and it's just yeah. like <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like fucking first draft eight year old action movie script here. Okay, cool. It. It's it's pretty it's pretty dumb, but okay. At this point, I'm still on board sure, because John Ritter John Ritter has been like, okay, look, yeah, because the government is like, look, we can't get this Phoenix guy. He's he's untouchable. We can't do anything. And John Ritter's like, you get the fuck out of here, Chris yeah. Pine's dad. You fuck <laughs> off and go away. He basically turns um, like full Lex Grossman. He's like, oh, we all fucking scorched earth. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. and his idea is fucking genius because he's like. There's got to be one guy on the face of the earth who hates this guy as much as I do. We hire that guy. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens Ed Lauder knows that guy, which is dumb because Ed Lauder's in on this. Why would you? It, so anyway, yeah. um, it, this is when we meet uh, Hawk mm-hmm. and his crew. Uh, his crew also has Robert Culp in it, who after his first line of dialogue starts coughing and you're like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, so, so totally dead. <laughs> He's one, um, one week from one scene away from retirement here, basically. And, and Hawk is on a mission to rescue Jamie Presley <laughs> from some shitty bar. Is that and who that was? I kept looking yeah, and I was like, Jesus Christ, yeah. like, who, who is that? Okay. Yeah, yeah. it's it's little, little, little Jamie Presley um, who's being held in a bar for ransom. And this dude just goes in and fucking wrecks everybody. Well, I like, hmm, I don't... In, in the movie universe, he wrecks all these dudes. <laughs> I'm not about to actually make fun of the action. I just like this is part of like this is where I began to turn on the movie because like I I was on board because like I felt like there was actual acting and emotion revolving around John Ritter and losing his wife. And I started to kind of turn on him when he went Lex Grossman or Les Grossman. <laughs> you know, like I was like, all right, dude, yeah. calm down. We're, we're all on the same side. Like, you know. You're, you're being complete. like part of me was like, you made it to billionaire. You can't be this fucking crazy. Like, I mean, you just mm-hmm. can't be like, 
I'm, I'm king of the world. Die, FBI. Yeah, I don't know. It just doesn't feel like you can lose your shit that bad. Whatever. Who, who knows? His wife died. Yes, I know. <laughs> Fine. I'm still just not. He I, loved her. I'm starting to turn on it because he's just like, fuck everything in the world. And everybody just starts to get shitty. And then mm-hmm. we go and meet these fine. I'm not that there are good kidnappers, but like, I mean, <laughs> these guys are like super fucking rapey to 14, 15 year old Jamie Presley. And it's like, you know, I'm just like, okay, gross. And also like setting, threatening to set her on fire and shit too. And yes, he does uh-huh. eventually dispatch them with his secret pen trick, which is like his go-to move of like, yeah, yes. you took all my weapons, but I've got a fountain pen. So watch this yes. fountain of blood, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, he wrecks these motherfuckers yeah. and then walks out into the, the main part of the bar and they're all like, get him. And he's like, nah, <laughs> I'm going to throw you into the jukebox. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but again, this was like, I as soon as this action started, I was like, oh, okay, I like the dude getting the pin to the eye and stuff. But then like three seconds later, I was like, oh, it's one of these movies where... <laughs> Fuck it. I was just like, as soon as the cutting started, it was like, most of the time, I think I would ignore it, but it was just like, this movie was just so glaringly obvious, because it was like, oh, for half a second with the pin thing, and yeah. then like three seconds later, I was like, mm, and now we're on to Albert <laughs> Pune. Okay, great. Yeah, this is fantastic. It's better than that. It is better than that. Um, I just call it, the, I mean, that shitty, lazy style yeah. of directing, you know, like, yes, yes, most Albert Pune movies don't have a point in existing. This has a story to say, albeit dumb as hell. Because it's, yeah. it's, that's the problem. Is like every time I'm watching a scene in this movie, again, just this has this like eight year old playing with action figures, mashup Funko pop thing to it. Because the scene at the party is so fucking lethal weapon, you know, like yeah. the helicopters coming up over the bluff and everything. And it's just like this beach house. And I'm like, all right, well, that's lethal weapon. And then yeah. there's a point where it very clearly becomes Rambo, too. I mean, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like down to like the bad, the traitor guy is at the headquarters that the guy is trying to get back to. And I'm just like, this is fucking Rambo, too. I'm just like, <laughs> like, like, get to the back to your base of operations and wreck the actual bad guy that wasn't even in the place that you thought he was. And, you know, yeah. anyway, I just like there's and and then like the whole jailbreak sequence is like Rambo three, basically. <laughs> like, I mean, there's kind just of, like, yeah. there's just so much shit in this where like you're watching this like, oh, yeah, that's that's this clearly. And. This is this clearly, and the shitty parachuting slash helicopter stuff is Escape from L.A., and uh, which I guess was kind of simultaneous. Actually, came out after this, I think, but I think that was right around the same time. I think somewhere. I don't think they were aping it. Yeah, no, no. I think I think I want to say Escape from L.A. was ninety seven, ninety eight, somewhere, and this is somewhere. Uh, it was ninety six, ninety six. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so, um, but anyway, so, uh, John Ritter meets with a guy. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm going to pay you a million dollars to do this. And he's like, no. Uh, and he's like, two million. Because his deal is, you're taking me with you. Right. I'm going to put it, I'm gonna put the bullet in the head. It seemed like he was considering it, albeit completely silently, which is like, <laughs> there's, <laughs> I don't remember if it's here. There is one point in this movie where there is a beat. There is a silent beat for way too long. Like, where I was just like, there's dramatic pause, and then there's like, is there something, like, if I was a character in the movie, I'd be like, is there something mentally wrong with you? Like, you should have answered by now. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway. Are you doing the Marky Mark thing where you're just staring off into space? Right. But he was, he was like, like, I I believe Hawk was like staring directly in his face, and it was just like, said something, and it was just like, beat, 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 beat. I'm like, like, hey, say something, like, three beats is the most. (laughs) Yeah, it's dramatic, man. Yeah. And anyway, but 
yes, he is just silently, seemingly considering this offer until he's like, oh, yeah, part of the condition is I want to pull the trigger. You're taking me with you. And then he's just like, fuck, no, I'm out of here. Nope. <laughs> like, yeah. not a babysitter. No. And he's like yeah. trying to double the price. And he's like, nah, peace out. And John Ritter calls him a coward because, like I said, everyone's being so nice in this movie. Um, yeah. And then uh, Robert Culp is coming back from a mission. They, they go on an, the the mercenaries go on another mission to mm-hmm. recover some microchip or something. Right. And they they get to the airport and customs dude is like, hold on a second. And he cuts open the the, the briefcase and it's just full of drugs. And Robert Culp is like, but they're not my drugs. And so he goes to jail and they're like, oh, you're going to be in jail forever. You're going to die in jail because you're coughing. And uh, so they have to basically go to John Ritter for help. Uh, and they, they kind of half think that John Ritter set this up because he's a billionaire tech asshole. And of course he would. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they very explicitly later explain that, no, he didn't. And also the bad guys did it because they're stupid ass bad guys. Right. <laughs> They're real dumb. But so the plan is, okay, we're going to go get Phoenix. We're going to go to his his fortified uh, underground hillside bunker and parachute in and snatch him. And, you know, that'll be it. And John Ritter, you're coming along. And then every single time they say something to John Ritter, like, we have to get in this way. He's like, oh, no, I can't do that. Mm -hmm. I can't. I can't parachute in. I get vertigo and yeah, I'll puke I mean, all over myself. That's the thing is like, I, look, I I did myself a little bit of service. I already referenced him earlier, which is why the name came to my mind. But I I, I recently rewatched Tropic Thunder too. And mm-hmm. I can't help but like parallel certain things with the Three Amigos script thing, you know, Seven Samurai. I know, but like, I know. Yeah. I still for, forever call it the Three Amigos script because that's the first place I saw it. <laughs> yes. Um, but. Yeah, that's why when I saw A Bug's Life, I was like, hey, yeah, this is Three Amigos. Amigos. <laughs> yeah, I was like, no, it's really Seven Samurai. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but anyway, like, just the second he hits the ground, even though this is all his fucking idea, it is complain, complain, complain. I can't carry yes. this. I, fuck that plan. We can't do this. And then, like, oh, I don't know. I just, this is like goonies and shit to me where it's just like all the people are pissed off and they're just yelling at each other and it's like you're fucking friends like or co-workers or whatever like what the fuck like because they're just immediately like nah fuck him don't carry his backpack for him he's got to do this himself it's like to what end like he's not going into this life like he's fucking paid a lot of money maybe Hey, I, know, I don't I don't understand why they did not make the deal with his character of you wait here. Right. We will go extract the guy, bring him here yeah. and you can put a bullet in his head. Exactly. That's that's the thing is like if you start to even like peel one layer away from this movie it is just ridiculous and stupid. Right. Like because and because also like, you know, this guy's taking a bullet. He's like literally next to you in hospital. Like maybe plan B should not be hire the guy that might undo our entire plan, but maybe like, you know, slip the bubble into his IV or something, you know, like it's just, there's easier ways to kill somebody who's just taken a bullet. It's in a hospital, like, you know, put a pillow over his head when the nurse goes away. I mean, Jesus, sure, you know, like, like, (laughs) yeah, come on guys. It's not hard. Like be better at crime. (laughs) Stop tampering with evidence. (laughs) But, but I mean, they've gone to the lengths of like they've got their own little base and they've constructed like uh-huh. his uh, Phoenix's bedroom and they're going to, ha- you know, they're going to run, you know, and, you know, they, they keep doing time trials to get through it. It's like, oh, too slow. We're never going to make it. Um, and they never solve that problem, really. No. They're just like, OK, we're going. Well, yeah, John Barry's like, let me go with you. And you're like, you have to walk before you can run or some bullshit. And then it's just like, well, anyway, we got that down. It's like. By putting John Ritter down, like, like you didn't actually solve your time issue. 
if like like it would be it would play better i i know what i I was going to take the next part it would play better in a better movie i think because i i think i would appreciate the swerve that this movie thinks it's doing by having (laughs) this like setup part but (laughs) like so you basically are supposed to like get to know uh olivier grunier's crew (laughs) his passe if you if you Uh yes um and um like like them, I guess, or something, so that you feel something in the next scene. But they are all fuckheads. Robert Culp among them, he you know he just happens to be the coughing fuckhead. But it's like, but at least he's culpable. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, but like, so they do this whole thing where again, it's just like it's one of those dumb things, like any other military thing, where it's like we could, you know, like drop you out like two kilometers from where you need to be and no one would hear us or see us, but we're 40 clicks and you got to walk all the way there. And it's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, anyway, so they, they have to do this whole thing where it's like, you know, you get to know these people by their terrain. And again, they're just picking on John Ritter and ah, city boy, fucking billionaire bleep, and everything. And he's just like, Hey, fuck you. Hey, no, fuck you. And eventually they get to this. Like I said, they, Convince them that they have to parachute in, but not before like doing this whole hang glider sequence as part of the practice. It's just like, right? I, I don't know. Like the hang gliders never really enter into it. Like I don't think it's just like no, you know, they don't. fear of heights. <laughs> this is this is just we we can't just keep parachuting everywhere. But, all right. So so you you've shown me a scene with hang gliders, right? Yes. And then yes. so they parachute in, you know, forty clicks or whatever away from the thing and have to walk the rest of the way, and you know, uh-huh. give you lots of time to hate these people more. Then their final plan is to reuse the parachutes to, as I say, freeze up off of a cliff and glide into the compound. But you have just shown yeah. me hang gliders, which would yeah, be I know. much they go? better suited for that task <laughs> and not make me, the viewer who knows how a parachute works, go, no. <laughs> um, yeah. But they basically all parachute into the courtyard, like take out like two or three dudes and then are immediately surrounded because Barton Cove know that knew they were coming. And he's just like hanging out by a window, like surround them, you know, <laughs> like mur- well, mur- they just open fire they, into yes. their landing zone. They, they murder every one of Gruner's crew, except for him and Robert Culp, who's back at the base because, you know, they're yeah. not going to take the, you know, Lieutenant Copperson right. uh, yes. with them. But John Ritter and Oliver Grunier are, are alone now. And everyone else is well, dead. The, 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 oh, no, there's, yeah, there's one other dude who's like barely The guy alive. who was in Double Dragon, who right. we've seen in a million movies. The yeah. uh, the guy who, at, when I first glanced at him, I was like, oh, they've got a Jesse Ventura guy. And then I was like, wait, he played Jesse Ventura in the Jesse Ventura story on TV. Um, but it was after that, I was like, oh, this guy, I know this guy. Right. As soon as you see this guy, you're like, oh, all right, this guy. So, yep. But it's weird because they open fire into this courtyard where they all are, and it seems like 20 dudes get killed. Like, I have n- – there's no I, – I, I'm never quite sure of who landed and then who gets shot because they've all got camo on and it's pitch black. Mm-hmm. And so you just keep seeing dudes fall, and I'm like, who's dead? Right. But – so basically the three known people are still alive and everyone else is dead. And, man – Martin Cove brings him in, brings them into this hideout that he's got. Mm-hmm. And he, so he puts John Ritter in this cage with a dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they all spend some time in a cage first while he comes in and men- yes. menaces in his faux Russian accent. Um, yes. For, for yeah. some reason, the, the muscle dudes have been stripped of their shirts. John Ritter, thankfully, has to keep his shirt on because he was shirtless in a swimming scene earlier. And that was they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I believe that accent is called the uh, cost sucks. <laughs> yeah um right. yeah 
But yeah, it's yeah. So he menaces them all, and then he's just like, "You, John Ritter, come with me." And yes, he's got this Bond villain thing with two German shepherds that are like, you know, on on chains, you know, inches from his face if he hangs yes. out by the door. But then has this like drippy bottle acid <laughs> thing where it's like it's slowly gonna eventually break the things holding their chains and it's just like he puts a fucking hourglass yeah. up on the prison bars yep. a fucking old school giant ass hourglass uh-huh. and they keep cutting back to john ritter these and it's are, these how do you de- say the days of our lives yes because <laughs> <laughs> he does that like three times too that how yeah. do you say ah, yes. right yes <laughs> <laughs> but they keep cutting back and forth to John Ritter, who is just getting menaced by these dogs lunging. And it's it's these weird evil dead shots of mm-hmm. sped up like fake dogs lurching at his face while he's just screaming his head off. Right. But meanwhile, Martin Cove is taking the, the two muscle dudes into his fucking lair, which is just this giant merc playground of chaos. It's mm-hmm. like there's a control room over here and a fucking fire pit over here. Dudes are wrestling over so, here. I will, and the cafeteria is there. I will spoil the other thing. Like this, this movie basically... Uh, it, it, made me want to go things that it reminded me of. <laughs> I didn't go watch the Rambos because I, I recently did that rewatch or sometimes first watch because I'd never seen three. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I'd never seen two in full order. But um, but yeah, it was like, so I watched Traffic Thunder and then I watched 300 because like all I could think of was like, this looks like Xerxes fucking palace playground. <laughs> like, you know, where it's just like, look at all the freakish women we have and gold and <laughs> fire everywhere and ha wouldn't you like to be a part of this you know i mean i was just like i don't know i was just immediately taken back because i've also been rethinking my thoughts on Zack snyder and i was just like this is exactly the xerxes temple thing with the hunchback dude in 300 like where it's just like join us and all of these can be yours it it kind of is yeah it's kind of except i don't think he really offers for them to join he's just like you knew you were going to i showed you all this so you wouldn't die now and well so he's like all right you're your your henchman's gonna fight me mm-hmm. in this in this fire pit, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll see how that goes. And it's, he murders that guy. <laughs> it's a fire pit that the fire means nothing because no people just walk in and out of it like it's no they big do. deal. And it's like, what's the point other than yeah, I know it's fire. decorative fire, uh, yeah. <laughs> artistic fire. Yeah. Um, but he makes a deal with Hawk. He says, "Look, if you beat me, I'll let you go." Mm-hmm. So they're like, "Okay," and so they fight and. Hawk wins. Well, Hawk, and, Hawk's starting to win, and then all, all of his, yeah. his dudes jump him. Yes, and he's like, ah, I'm not going to let you win. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to kill you in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Good night, Wesley. Sleep well. Yes. <laughs> so take it back to his cell. Uh, I don't know. He escapes out of there, and uh, sne- he, he kills a couple of guards stupidly. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to remember but- how. Oh, because he, he, they beat the shit out of him or something. They, they torture him in some way, and as they're dragging him back, a dude's got a rope tied to his belt which he is yes he's demonstrated like that's the other thing is i i didn't mention in like like why i did not like olivier crunier at least in this movie uh my only exposure to him is the other thing is like between all the quick cuts he's also doing like steven skull aikido bullshit like for mm. most of it like it's mostly just like stand there and like come at me bro and i will deflect it and wreck you which i gotta be honest is real boring to watch on film i think we've talked about this when we've done seagal movies in the past where like going back yeah. and like Wait, ever since I've seen Jason Bourne, this sucks. Like, like you know, like this really sucks. Like, you know, just standing there. And his well, other, his, okay. but his Having... other thing is also just like give me a tablecloth or a rope, and I will also wreck you. So yes. he's acting like he's out of it and relieves the man of his the, rope off his belt. There, there are several times in this movie that you can you see the instrument of how he does a thing, but mm-hmm. it's like the cutting is so fast. You're like, 
I don't quite know how he did that, but he had rope and they tripped and okay, whatever. That's how he got out of it. Yeah. But also, I just want to say, having having rewatched Above the Law recently, like within the last week, mm-hmm. uh, this looks better than that. Oh, sure. Yes. It, it looks fucking stupid in Above the Law. Like, I have turned so hard on Seagal that a- anything he does in a movie, I'm just like, this is so fucking stupid. You look stupid. Mm-hmm. Um so this looks better than that, but it's probably because of the cutting. I but. honestly think like the only reason Steven Seagal had a career is because like at that point in time, seeing like compound fractures on screen was a rarity. So it was like <laughs> people saw these movies are like, holy shit, he broke that dude's arm in half. Like yeah. <laughs> best movie ever because like, we were well, just, like, I think he was Michael Ovitz's trainer oh. and that's how he got his career. Well, which I, is I, basically I'm not, like, I can do he, a movie. How he started. I'm just saying like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, I, it's not him. I think it was just like, it broke ground in the like, oh, let's ha broke ground. Um, like it in the like, let's actually show what would happen. You know, right. if you know, you actually kick somebody in the arm. You know, like things like that. Where yes. it's like let's have some more realistic violence in our action movies and yes, stuff like that. Yeah, sure. So I don't know, but anyway, yeah. we're not here to talk about him. But yeah, so no. he, you know, whatever ropes these dudes, <laughs> rope dopes them, and uh, he, he does yes escapes, and then like actually has a scene like he's he's basically like going through the whole complex like murdering dudes and then mm-hmm. like has a point where he just sort of happens by john ritter's area who's like now head out the bars like oh like the essence <laughs> almost got me and then like has a momentary like walks past him like nah <laughs> well okay so that's that's after is it yeah oh, okay. because so phoenix ha- they've delivered a lady to phoenix mm-hmm. and phoenix is like well time to do terrible things to this lady right uh, and, and Hawk just kind of bursts in like, haha, and then it's like, okay, sword fight, right. but, you know, real swords, not mm-hmm. <laughs> because Martin Cove is naked. Uh, <laughs> so they're having this sword fight, and Martin Cove has a gun at one point, which gets kicked out of his hand and goes over towards the lady, and the lady is doing this really complicated thing to get untied from these shackles that she's in. Which are very and, loose. <laughs> I mean, it's just like, if yeah. you stop struggling, all you have to do is slip your hand out. <laughs> right. And in my head, I'm looking at this like, oh, finally, okay, a lady's going to join the cast and she's going to, you know, help with whatever the plan is. But no, she goes for the gun and Martin Cove just at one point swings the sword and just cuts her open. She's dead. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, well, okay, no lady. Um, And then Hawk kills him. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) And there are 45 minutes left in this movie. (laughs) Yep. And I was like wait, what the shit? Like, not even in a way like, oh, what a twist. It was like, wait, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yep, because they haven't even really, I mean, okay, so they've, they've sort of tipped their hand as who the bad guys are, because as I mentioned, the evil Steve Mnuchin, or let's just say Steve Mnuchin. Um, sure, it's redundant. Yeah. I, I know, yeah, it's like ATM machine and pin number. Uh, yes. But yeah. Um, Hot water heater. Yeah, well, that's just wrong. <laughs> that's not redundant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no redundancy there. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> like, what was I, where was I going with that? Shit. I totally lost it with all the other things. I don't, I don't know. They, they tip their hand. Because oh, they tip their hand because evil, uh, Steve Mnuchin, regular Steve Mnuchin, um, can't stop overacting it like, oh, no. <laughs> like, there are several, like, like oh, gee, they're going to catch us, Wally. You know, moments He's, with him. I swear to God. It's like, it's leaving the beaver acting where it's just like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't He's know who, basically I don't doing know who talks like that squiggy, like, like biting like his hand and you know like like okay guy I get yeah. it and it it's it fucking it's hilarious to me later when this happens when when it's revealed that they think they've won mm-hmm. 
the bad guys are they just wait for Robert Culp to turn his back and then they are just fucking fist pumping and just be like, yeah, it's like, oh, my God, guys, tone it down. Yep. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yep. You dumb criminals. Yep. <laughs> I, look, it's like I said, this is a movie that like back in Bay of Cast Prime days might have played completely differently. But like, I believe I believe it would. Sure. Have. It, I'm just it saying, so like, goddamn goofy. My tolerance for like. People just being <laughs> utter shitheads to each other in the movie, yes. in the context of the movie, is just yes. so low. You know, like, yes. you know, it's like, the as I say, like, it's all I ever hear whenever I hear someone being snarky that, you know, answering a question that was not a dumb question, but doing that, mm-hmm. like, is the finish the race, of course, kid from episode one, because it's just like, that was not a dumb question. Don't do that voice. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. like, first off, she's the audience cipher. <laughs> Asking questions for the audience and B, <laughs> like, there's no reason for the character to think it's a dumb question. Yeah. Anyway, but yes, I'm just saying like this whole movie is populated by that kid grown up and with muscles because it's just like I, I have a very normal question as someone who obviously is a tech billionaire and not a soldier. Uh, I'm not going to ask it like a nice person, but <laughs> right. But you're just going to bite my head off for no reason. You know, so, yes. Anyway. So, OK, so here's the thing. Throughout the entire film up to this point, John Ritter has been adamant Mm -hmm. about he's the one who gets to kill Phoenix. Yes. I am the one who gets to do it. Do you understand me? Mm -hmm. So Hawk kills Phoenix. Phoenix is never mentioned again. Nope. (laughs) Never comes up. (laughs) It's not even you would think like, uh oh, they're going to have to escape. But also John Ritter is going to be a little whiny bitch because he didn't get to do it. No, never mentioned again. Nope. I don't know if John Ritter even knows that Phoenix died. Here's the thing. <laughs> You've named your dumb character this. Why the fuck doesn't he show back up at the end of the third act? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, clearly they're going with something here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's right there on the page. Right. Of course, he's got to come back. His name is fucking Phoenix. No, but he's named after the <laughs> shitty city. <laughs> And just like Phoenix, the city, this movie is a bunch of hot bullshit. Uh, All right. So. Sorry, Phoenix. The rest of this movie. Phoenicians, whatever you're called. I don't know what you're called. Right. All right. So there's 45 minutes left in this movie. Uh The rest of the movie is John. So at the beginning of this movie, John Ritter is hype manning the shit out of Hawk. He's like, this guy, no, he's the he's going to fucking wreck everything, you know. For the rest of this movie, he is reverse hype manning everything. He's like, they're coming. They're going to kill us. Mm-hmm. They're going to kill us. They're coming. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> what are you going to do, Spike? Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, that's him for the rest of the movie. He's just like, we are going to die the movie. That is that is the rest of his character throughout the film. Yes. Um, They've also given him a... a... <laughs> Again, it's like they read a script writing book where it's like, give your character a thing, a weird backstory. And he has this uh-huh. obsession with shoes. Yes. Because when he was poor, he had to wear his brother's hand-me-down shoes and they were the wrong size. And when he got mm-hmm. rich, he was like, I'm only going to wear the best shoes because it's yep. all I care about. So, of course, when they break out of the prison, when he was in the dog pound, you know, with the acid. <laughs> yeah, That sentence makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know, he was about to get Ramsey Bolton. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he was. Uh, spoilers. But, you know, like, he, of course, he doesn't have shoes after that. This is part right. of the torture, you know? And so, yep. like, they spend, like, the next 20, 30 minutes with him, like, 
like that's the thing is like they've set all this up and he sort of like ADR says something about like ah whatever wrong size shoe as per usual because I swear it's like ADR as they're walking off like we should probably bring the shoe thing back yes because when they bring up the shoe thing at the beginning I'm like okay I've seen a movie this is gonna play off at the end like the bad guy's gonna be wearing his shoes or something and and you know sure whatever literally doesn't have any meaning whatsoever it is just for him to be he's barefoot for a while Mm -hmm. not really complaining just like ow this hurts he's never once saying anything like i swore i would never be barefoot again you know or anything like that not once and then yeah towards the end he's like well these shoes are one size too small but i got used to that because of my brother's hand-me-downs which was established earlier but otherwise that shoe thing is fucking nonsense it means fuck all yep Yep, they were just like, we gotta, this guy's a billionaire, he's gotta have eccentricity, so, like, shoes. Yeah. Yeah, and I was convinced, like, he was gonna recognize his shoes on the bad guy, and, you know, it was like, hey, those are my wingtips, you son of a bitch, yeah. and, you know. Yeah. No, Well, nothing. when, when uh, Hawk comes back after the, you know, he's basically forced into it, he goes to meet him at his house, and he's, like, yeah. air-drying all his shoes in the sun. It's, like, it's further, like, you know. Yeah, like and, 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 and like the, Ed Lauder literally says it's a long story. Don't ask. Right, and, and I'm I, like, oh, and I wow, want to say okay, he had like a shoe is... butler, like you know, spraying <laughs> them all on the bowling alley guy or whatever. You know, I'm sure with yes. much better stuff, but you know, probably yes, yeah. better than the yeah. bowling alley. It's stuff. probably like Perry Air from Spaceballs <laughs> that he's spraying it with. Yeah. yeah, but anyway, like yeah, so he's barefoot for a while, complains a little bit, but it's really not a big deal. They get back to the base, and it's, of course, it's like, oh shit, yes, you're the actual bad guys, but we've monologued a lot of this and. I think he figured out ahead of time, like there was a sat phone or something. Like, weren't, weren't they talking? Yeah, they, they, they know. Yeah. Like, they know who the bad guys are. Right. Robert Culp doesn't until they, like, punch him in the head and they're like, all right, listen, we're t- we're in charge now. And then what, at one point, Robert Culp just stands up and says, I don't understand. And then Ed Lauder's like, I'm going to tell you the entire plot. Right. To which Steve Mnuchin, Steve Mnuchin is like, guy yeah, is like, like oh, no, no. hey, shut up. Yeah. Why are you telling all this? And he's like, dead man can't talk. I watched too many And he's movies. also like, shut up. I'm not finished. Yeah. <laughs> I need to tell him the entire plan. Shut your mouth. Yeah. So that's a good scene. Yeah. Um, are you, they get chased are, by dune buggies at are, one are point. Are you using this chair? <laughs> interrupting his monologue. <laughs> no! It's part of the monologue! I see, I must re- reference Mr. Show. It's, it's, yeah, it's Mr. part Show of my contract. Everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's Doom Buggy, there's Doom Buggy Chase at one point where I literally thought one man was about to die mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> because he's hanging out. The, the Hawk stunt person is hanging out machine gunning people, and the John Ritter stunt person is just crashing into hills and shit. I, look, I. <laughs> For a lot of shit I talked, I'm pretty sure that was actual John Ritter driving the Dune Bucky, which is probably why the stuntman almost died. Like maybe I'm just saying, like they, yeah, you know, was either it was him or he has an incredible stunt person that looks remarkably like him because there there was a lot of hey John Ritter, you're gonna do this yeah. stunt, you're gonna run down this hill barefoot, right. you're gonna run from this grenade. Sure. Um, which by the way, speaking of grenades, this movie has a ridiculous launch dudes in the air after a grenade oh, goes off yeah, budget. The, 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 yeah, the air ramp budget in this is insane every scene just I don't know where he keeps getting them but Hawk has all these grenades he's just like wait I know how to get out of this grenade I, I don't know why every time I watch a movie like with like an explosion and the guy getting air ramped like I'm always like oh I've seen that clip before <laughs> like every time I'm like oh that's one of them yeah that's one they use like in the daily show or <laughs> like, right. or something like back in the day like, you know like every yeah. single time and I, you know yeah yeah it's obviously South they're Park not used one yeah. for a while <laughs> anyway <laughs> 
But. Yeah, they they at one point do this weird Rambo contraption where uh, John Ritter constructs a noisemaker out of like a helmet and a Walkman, mm-hmm. and Hawk has has like put like three grenades on a wire and used dude shoelaces to create this thing that mm-hmm. he just <laughs> it's, it's so dumb. It's weird because it's thrown like, grenades at these people. <laughs> it's it's a really weird idea because it, it looks like a, a trip wire. You know, like he's yes, got it set does. up where it's like okay, we'll just walk through here. They'll hit this and it'll trigger this. But no, he's got to shoot. Catapult. He's got to shoot it with <laughs> the rifle. Like they're waiting until they get in range, because yeah. he's got one shot basically, and it's like before they know where they are, and it's like, oh well, if I take the one shot at this, it's gonna blow a whole bunch of them up. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, so there's yeah. there's lots of running and rare ramping and different yeah. forces and- like come after them in different times, like the <laughs> dune buggy force, and then another group will catch up with them and they murder. Like there's a point where uh, Hawk just literally. TJ hookers onto one of these like doom buggy things like and you see it being set up like he's crawling up like he's not about to fucking do that for real right like yeah like, like yeah and he totally does but yeah yep and, and then just like double quick if, if you're a fan of like the old like next snap like uh you know like you're opening up a, a peanut <laughs> like I mean like if you're a fan of like you know the movies when it was just back like all you have to do is just barely twist a person's head and their neck will snap this is oh. one of them because he's just like he hops on that doom buggy and it's just like you know like Doing a chiropractor move, and the guy, and you just, you know, the ADR guy's just like, here goes the celery. Yeah. He gently caresses yeah. those two men, <laughs> and their heads just snap. Yeah. It's real good. Yeah, the, yeah. Um, gotta love but the eventually, holy, holy guy with the uh, celery. That's always fun. Yeah, but eventually, like Hawk and John Ritter have kind of won their outdoors battle, and the bad guys are panicking, and they're like, "Wait, no, we got this. We'll just turn Hawk," and they're just like, "Hey, Hawk, bring us." Uh, bring us proof that you murdered John Ritter and we'll let you live. Bring, bring us his, his finger with his, his wedding ring on it. And that'll be proof of death and we will let you live. So like the next scene, he's just walking up to the compound. Like, all right, I got it. Let's go. And they do like this weird, like drug trade thing. where it's like, okay, you send over this, you send over Robert Culp and I'll give you the finger. <laughs> i tell you what, you give me my phone call. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, John Ritter's not dead. He shows up <laughs> holding a rifle on them, and he's like, I know I'm not really good with this, but uh, I'm pretty close. So yeah. uh, It's a 7.62 I'll probably hit caliber. <laughs> I'll probably hit you here. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Uh, it's Soviet that, made. <laughs> that goes badly. Um, uh-huh. yeah. They all get scattered around. John Ritter actually has a fight with Ed Lauder and stabs him in the in the face. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um. And then it's just like, hey, I did it. And Hawk comes in and just has like a gun on him. He's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> Immediately, like walks in the door, gun on John Ritter. And he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then the Steve Venusha guy was right behind him, behind like a partition or something. Oh, he's like behind one of those like glass radar wall things like from El right. Strikes Back. Or, you know, like just, yes. I mean, I know they have that shit in real life, but yes. I'm just saying like, that's what it looked like he was behind. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And Hawk shoots him in the eye. Right. There's a lot of eye violence in yeah. this for some reason. But and then John Rear's like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but man, his immediate reaction is like, look what I did. Hey. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, okay. I shouldn't have to point it out, but what fucking kidnapper is like, look, we know you killed like 40 of our people and fingers are a plenty wherever you are. And all we want to see is his wedding ring on there. 
<laughs> Why did you bring as an e- easily replaceable bit of proof that you actually killed him so that you probably totally can't? I don't know. They are bad crimers. They are I'm just saying, like, <laughs> bring us his shoes so that we know you killed him. It's like, what? I can't possibly part with my shoes. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. Like, it's like, it's, it's fucking like Cinderella. It's so stupid. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, yeah, you can't identify the girl you felt madly in love with with anything but a fucking shoe. I don't think that's love, <laughs> Paul Rudd. <laughs> Not off to a good start. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I made yeah. great all kinds of movies apparently tonight. I, so, yeah, yeah, it's a whole whole basket of movies you're mad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at Anchorman. I'm just I'm saying like okay. I think I was in love once. <laughs> uh but this movie's over. I mean <laughs> Yeah, it is. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, there's there's an ending like a you can be my wingman anytime bullshit thing because he like gives him his beret or something some shit and it's just like oh there was a scene where John Ritter was like stroking his beret oh and, he tries like, it on for half a second he gives put him a it look. on for half a second like he's fucking Karen Allen and cruising and <laughs> he just and Hawk shoots him a look like no fuck it. you take that off you fucking tech bro bullshit guy <laughs> so that yeah that's that the gift very disrespectable like, to my people. Yeah, he's just like here. Yes, t- take take my beret. You earned it, <laughs> which no, you didn't. Well, to that, uh, to that I say, yeah, that was a and, ra- that was a raspberry beret. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Hawk and uh, Robert Culp drive away together. Robert Culp survives the movie despite mm-hmm. <laughs> being near death. <laughs> yeah, he's still coughing, but he's not in the yeah. coffin. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see what happens in Mercenary Two. Yeah, when I come back. Holding and... holding out for that. Hope they get John Ritter back. <laughs> no, there is a Mercenary Two. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I was joking. I just wanted to make an unfortunate the, joke. The weird celebrity in Mercenary Two is Robert Townsend. <laughs> All right. So uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with this franchise, but it's weird. <laughs> it's like, hey, what if we get a guy who can't act or talk, but we pair him up with a famous person who shouldn't be in this movie? Yeah. I gotta be honest, I have no idea why Robert Townsend was ever a thing. Like, I, he's one of those, like, weird people, anomalous people, where I'm like, I don't even know what you're famous for. Like, I know you're... Hollywood that, Shuffle. Huh? Hollywood like, Shuffle. Right. No, I know, like, he, like, made movies, and, like, I think he was a director slash writer, too, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. none of... I feel like none of his movies are talked about, like, ever now. Like... I just feel like you know what I'm saying. Like it just one of those one of those people where it's like this guy is famous now. And I'm like, I, I why? Who who are you? Like, yeah, I'm yeah. not sure why his stuff didn't persist. That's kind of weird. I, and now I, that I, I think about it's it, it's my own fault for never having seen these things. I'm just saying. Like it, he always feels like one of those people where it's like I'm not entirely sure <laughs> where you became famous. Like you know, doing the research and like you just like like I feel like we had that discussion about Burt Reynolds where it was just like to <laughs> us it's like all of a sudden he was just famous one day. Whereas like where. Right. Where did you start? Like you, you yes. feel like, what, you know, what, like was the, the, what was the point yeah. where it was just like, oh my God, you're a superstar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, that's uh that's mercenary. <laughs> yeah. And only mercenary. You didn't talk about anything right. else. I'm no. totally focused on nothing but mercenaries. Solely focused on mercenary. Mm-hmm. Um, you're an elite fighting force. <laughs> <laughs> that you can pay. Uh, you can pay us yeah. to be this elite fighting force. You can head over to patreon.com slash BMFcast, which if you're listening to this, uh, Around the first uh, part of 2021, uh-huh. you've already done. 
because yeah. otherwise you wouldn't be. Uh, but if you want to, if you're not, and you're like listening sometime in the far flung dystopian future, mm-hmm. uh, you, if there's still such a thing as money, you can head over there and throw us as little as a dollar and you get access to this show and other stuff like the polls when we have them right now, they're free, but yeah, all these yeah. things. It plus just sports the show helps us with hosting yeah. costs and equipment when it breaks and all that stuff. Right. And, 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 and securing movies, you know, yes. like sometimes we have to get movies and stuff. Yeah. True. Uh, that was a good segue, but we forgot to rate the film. <laughs> oh, fuck off. It was the best segue, and you just ruined it. No, I'm not ruining it. I'm going to leave it in. I'm just saying. <laughs> we now have to go back. I like our new format. We're, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was just loosey-goosey. Like, they're just post-it notes. Put them over here. We'll do this right. now. Um, I Like I said, like 20 minutes in, I was like, oh, my God, this is a secret Five Jocks movie. This is great. Uh, I, by the end, had soured on it considerably but still enough to give it two jocks because i thought it was entertaining uh despite recognizing that oh this some of the stuff is bad like you were doing bad things in the filmmaking realm like this this is not good but i still found it very entertaining and i think we would have had a blast all watching it together so that kind of piped into my rating a little bit of two jocks sure okay uh i'm gonna have to go the other way (laughs) and uh say something like three's company and so are bags all right yeah three three bags i could even go four but i'm gonna stick with three like talking about it like i i feel like if i was in a better mood i would have laughed at some of the absolute goofiness like the fist pumping you know when it was just like haha evil plan fist pump (laughs) yeah behind mom's back but yeah literally behind mom's back going yes yeah (laughs) Yeah, I, I think I like I don't make notes, but now that you say that and you doing that, I literally think my one mental note was Steve Mnuchin does the success kit meme. <laughs> yes, because, like, <laughs> I think I like wrote that down mentally in my head. I did watch it like two two days ago. So I was just like, because that's basically what he does. It's like, yes, the, he does. Yeah. The success kid thing. Yeah, It's like they're right there. They can hear yeah. you. <laughs> you dumb idiot. So anyway, uh, that's it. That's it for this week. We'll be back later with another episode. Hopefully a better movie for Harlow. We'll see. Um, Who knows? Who Who knows? knows? Uh, Until next time, I'm Chuck. And I am Harlow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't use contractions. I'm sorry. I do not use contractions. Boy. You fucked it up. (laughs) And this is Babcast Extra out. (laughs) 